Zero hours. Catherine Mather. Ow! Zero hours. Hello and welcome to Zero Hours Podcast with me, Catherine Mather, where I'm joined each episode with uh, by a different comedian or creative, I suppose, uh, to talk about the terrible, terrible jobs that they've had to do to get by. Today I'm joined by a comedian, chef, Australian and, dare I say, friend, <laughs> Andrew Forsyth. You dare not say that, no. Yeah, okay then, we'll just go... <laughs> Are the other three kosher? Yeah, no, they're, they're fine. They're, they're factual, but uh, they're just not friends, Catherine. Yeah. Kosher chef, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Forsyth. Yeah. Um, do you want to set the record straight on whether you are or are not Jewish? I am not Jewish. No, uh, I have nothing against Jewish people. Just not. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, I'm glad that you don't hate them. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I said that you're a chef. Um, yes. I think there's a reason why Gordon Ramsay always looks like an angry ball bag. Yeah, there? yeah. Uh, why Why did you choose to be a chef? It's very stressful. Yeah, it is. Uh, a, a lot of introspection recently is because uh, my uncle is a chef and uh, he was getting a lot of attention at family gatherings for being good at it. And I wanted some of that sweet, sweet attention. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, it's 12 years ago. <laughs> and at no point in those 12 years were you like, I'm going to do something that I like. No, I thought I liked it. Oh, um, okay. For a long time, I, I thought I liked it. But, uh, yeah, it turns out I was just drunk a lot. <laughs> and, and it's easier just to roll back into the job that you're you've already had before <laughs> that's true i was i i swore that i would give up waitressing after my first waitressing job <laughs> and that was 10 years ago <laughs> yeah still doing it baby <laughs> yeah sweet that's yeah. that's how it is hospitality is just too easy to it is yeah people always need to eat that's the problem yeah, exactly and they always need someone to bring them their food they do because this is first world it is, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, so what's, what is, we'll get to the, the meaty, the good bit. What yeah. is the worst job you've ever done? Uh, I really hated, like, before I was a chef, I stacked shelves in a supermarket. Love it. After love school. It. Um, and that was awful. Just a lot of egos for people who are putting other people's product on it in a fridge. <laughs> so, what, how do you mean? You, I was just stacking shelves, like yeah. no, I mean egos. Like, just like there's a, an amazing amount of confidence people took from the way that they placed um, the milk and wow. how quickly they could stack the milk. They sound like really cool, interesting. They people. were probably the coolest people I've ever met. Yeah, yeah they were great. Are they high flying in the supermarket world now? Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you. No. It's, yeah, just sort of lost contact. Yeah. It's weird how you just fall out of touch and then yeah. like that. Yeah, it's amazing how you fall out of touch with ball bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't touched ball bags in quite some time. <laughs> Any other terrible jobs? Um, chefing is. Yeah, a lot of chefing jobs have been pretty awful. Uh, I've got 
uh, I was picked up and thrown out of one kitchen for sweeping up after a chef. Wow. Yeah, because he was coming down. How dare you, you bastard. Yeah, that's not what he wanted me to be doing uh, at that second. I'm like, but you're filthy. (laughs) And, uh, but yeah, apparently coming down after uh, and then having a commie chef underneath him trying to, trying to help was not what he needed. Yeah. What he needed was 12 hours of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And to not be there. Yeah. Yeah, he needed rehab. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, after that, I got angry and broke my hand on a wall. Yeah. Because I couldn't hit him. A lot of people, a lot of people, like, because I I had some anger issues then, so I hit a wall. And then I'd just spend the rest of my six hours of that shift sweeping with a broken hand. Oh. Couldn't you go to hospital? Um, Too much pride. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i wanted to wait until i went home that weekend what yeah what day was this wednesday oh my god yeah i lasted two weeks in that job yeah and the first week was spent with a broken hand <laughs> yeah because yeah. the third day there was, <laughs> there was this girl that i met when i was in year seven yeah so like first year of high school and she had a broken arm when mm. i met her and now I mean, that was, what, like, t- uh, 12 years ago? More than that. A mm. long time ago. And I still think of her as the person with a broken arm. Yeah, that's fair. Well, even though she's not. No. Because it doesn't take that long for bones to heal. <laughs> like, the NHS is pretty ruined, but it's not that bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they and have to keep re-breaking it so they can eventually set it properly. <laughs> <laughs> so you would have been her... In that job. Yeah, I was um angry sweeping guy. Yeah. <laughs> Broken handy handy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could pick up a broken handy handy at um at Poundland actually. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, uh, broken handy is why you've become a comedian, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, because uh, cooking broke my spirit. And uh <laughs> comedians can often be nice. <laughs> We're all a broken people. Exactly. It's just like I walked into a comedy club and found my people. <laughs> broken people. So what was it, like, what was it that got you into comedy? Um, I've always loved comedy. Like, yeah. it's um, something that uh, prevented me getting laid a lot in high school. Yeah. Because on a Friday night, rather than going home and rather than going out to a party that I wasn't invited to anyway, um <laughs> I'd go home and watch uh, a political uh, satire show with yeah. uh, my favourite comedians that were on there. And, yeah, and going to the Melbourne Comedy Festival Yeah, uh, a lot when I was younger and just obsessing about it. Yeah. And then I went to a gig by myself one day and drunkenly told a comedian that I'd like to have a crack at it, and he booked me on the next day. Cool. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how badly were you shitting yourself for that day? Uh, I had to drink five pints before I got on. See, <laughs> <laughs> I never get it. I can't drink before I go on. Well, that's because you're a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm committed to the art. <laughs> no, I think it's. I just get brain fuzz. I forget. Yeah, that's no, sort of why you've seen me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stop you. <laughs> no. If I can't do it with a beer, then I don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's somewhat at a different level. (laughs) 
I think I'm committed to drinking. Like. Yeah, <laughs> true love. <laughs> I think I just wanted to have a job that I could have beer in my hand. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. But is, well, I don't know, can you drink as a chef? Most do, but, um, like, not during work hours. It's more and more frowned upon as time to get on. <laughs> fair enough. But when I started, you could beat up an apprentice, so. Yeah. And that was legal. What? Yeah. They, um, my first three years, um, the law was just being passed that you couldn't beat up a, um, a junior member of staff. What? Like, did you start working in the Victorian time? <laughs> Very old, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, no, like, <laughs> like you're allowed to physically discipline a, an apprentice. What? Yeah. That's insane. Mm. Australia's a bit behind in some sort, in some respects. See, I've been saying this for years. <laughs> it's to me. <laughs> and mostly about their education system. Yeah. <laughs> and just they produce you. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, that's really harsh. That's fine. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the best job that you've done on the um, side? I, I really love this job I had when... Uh, it's actually... Technically, two jobs in the same restaurant because the owners changed hands and the restaurant went in completely different directions. Yeah. Uh, but it was the first fine dining job I ever had. Um, the head chef is 22. That's very uh, young. Yeah, it's very young for a head chef. Um, and he was he was great, to, um, not as a person, <laughs> but he's a, he's a good chef. And we did a lot of fun things together, like... Um, hanging out like on our break we had two hour breaks and so we'd drive down to the beach or go to um go to markets on our break and go through food and uh we used to have a a fruit and veg truck that used to come in and uh would we get to find specials uh, like weird ingredients that aren't in the, aren't in supermarkets we'd just rock up at our door and be like well this is what we've got um yeah, it was fantastic. And then it changed to a Spanish restaurant, a Spanish-themed restaurant, and it was great as well. Yeah. Like The chef was a lot nicer. He actually um, spent his first couple months uh, with a broken leg doing service on crutches. Because <laughs> that's a long day to be yeah. on crutches, right? Yeah, it was a long, long time. Cause are there, so like, what, what's your standard like serving time? Uh, it depends. Like some restaurants don't close at all. Yeah. Um, so they're open from lunch till dinner. Some are open from breakfast till dinner. Um, so like the place I just left, they were open from twelve till eleven. So like nearly a twelve-hour day you'd just be doing. Yeah, and we get there at eight in the morning. Oh, that's so early. Yeah. How much prep do you have to do? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then the more fiddly stuff is, like uh, we're potting uh, five kilos of broad beans every couple of days, and yeah. so we're doing that ourselves. Not to mention broad beans, peas, and um, and other stuff. Couldn't you just get like an elderly lady to sit on the back doorstep, just potting the peas? <laughs> <laughs> this is Mayfair. It wouldn't have looked good. No, I suppose. Yeah. But she- an inside step? 
Well, I think they call it a chair, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. could have given her a workspace, yeah. <laughs> yeah but no, that's part of the charm that they sat in there. <laughs> and just, a, just a nonna. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we could start a website called Hire a Nonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We can just, like, yeah, keep them out of the charity shops. Yeah. We don't, we don't need you working in charity shops you elderly do. people they're, they're doing charity work charity work needs to be done Catherine <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> I'll tell you what does need doing <laughs> peace podding <laughs> yes broadly. get them fucking done <laughs> yeah peel 10 kilos of potatoes yes I know you'd force four stories down in the basement <laughs> get it done <laughs> arthritis in your hands (laughs) look i'll tie this sack of potatoes to your back you carry them down yes we have lifts but that's for hot food (laughs) i remember doing a running shift uh so like running is where you take stuff from the kitchen you're you're a jogger yeah basically (laughs) you take stuff from the kitchen into the restaurant but you're not allowed to serve it to people you just you're basically a moving table aren't you as a runner um once something awful i heard a chef say uh waitresses are like forklifts with tits (laughs) oh (laughs) and yet yeah (laughs) it's it's undeniably factual awful but factual it's true um, yeah I remember doing one of those shifts and the the trays that they gave us were as wide as the doors and obviously the kitchens are always like through about six doors and then down eight flights of stairs to get to the restaurant I'm assuming there's a reason for that but London mostly yeah it's it's because you can't touch these old buildings and as much as I'd like to have the kitchen closer you yeah. just can't do it in some regards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Couldn't get through the doors. Because I have hands. <laughs> How dare you? I know. Uh, <laughs> I've always wanted a stumpy waitress. <laughs> How would I have carried the tray without hands? <laughs> just, I, I've done something very visual. Uh, just, just use both your stumps. Yeah, forearms. Yeah, yeah. forearms. That's what they're... There's four of them. Yeah. All, all, all four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was about, um, I think that shift was about 12 hours that I did Ooh. there. And uh, the a, a guy left. He mm. just straight up walked out because the chef um, was so rude. He, he goes to me, oi, girl, get here. <laughs> Which felt a bit much uh, yeah. to me because I was literally just standing there. He could have asked my name. Yeah. Um, he chose not to. And, uh, yeah, this guy left, but it was a hotel in the arse end of nowhere. <laughs> so he left, got outside and was like, oh, God, I've got to wait another six hours for the taxi to come and get me. That That's a real protest, though. Yeah, so he came back and was just like, sorry, mate, um, <laughs> can I do work? And no. he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> It would be even better if he just stood there, just proudly, just with his back to the hotel, just, no, no, I, 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 will, I will stand here, I don't care if it snows. Yeah, it was the middle of November, <laughs> wearing a thin shirt. And and uh, still his apron, <laughs> could he have uh, think, wrapped his apron around his head or something? I think he had to give the apron back. Uh, that's, that's so demeaning. <laughs> 
Oh, like, yeah. at least throw it down as you walk out. Yeah. Not, here you go, sir. <laughs> yeah. Sort of storm out and like, hey, we need the apron back. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Having to storm back into a room is never good. <laughs> no. <laughs> you lose all gravitas. <laughs> yeah. I remember doing that after a breakup once. <laughs> Oh, but I got, so I got to the end of the street <laughs> and then I had to go back for my phone. But the door, the door was slightly ajar, so I just crept into the house, took my phone and ran away. It was, it was nerve-wracking. Yeah. 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 Well, at least you got away with that, haven't we? Like, imagine if he was holding it. Yeah. He was just standing at the door holding it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, you know. I'll be on my way now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> then just pop your head back on it. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I never liked you anyway. <laughs> you never satisfied me. <laughs> and then just drive past his house every day, just playing angry Lily Allen tracks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish I could have driven past. I can't afford a car. <laughs> Uh, they're very expensive over here, Andrew. Yeah, they're, they're expensive at home, but uh, yeah. I lived with my parents for most of my life. Yeah, and you work hard in yeah. a job that pays more than mm. waitressing. I, I work, yeah. <laughs> I turn up. I turn up. <laughs> I, do, I do my hours. <laughs> yeah, I found that recently. They often don't distinguish between the amount of time that you're there and the how hard you work. No. Because otherwise chefs would be paid a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> like like that guy, um, old chef Damien, he he uh, was on crutches because he got super high. Yeah. Um, as a, we're, he lived in a small country town and he, was, um, he got super high celebrating his moving back to the city. Yeah. Um, jumped off a roof and snapped his ankle. Oh my God. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Oh, poor bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was pretty funny, though. Like, he met, uh, the way he got the job was because he's a chef, and he met the owner a couple of years um, before at a festival. Yeah. <laughs> and they just got super high together. Yeah. yeah. And then he got a job. Yeah, like, a couple of years down the line, um, yeah, the guy who owned it um, got his shit together. Yeah. Um, borrowed money from rich parents. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, kids, if you're thinking of starting a career, uh, working as a chef... Yeah, or or even opening your own restaurant, make yeah. sure your parents are loaded. And go to music festivals, get high and chat to random chefs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the way to do it. Yeah, is that, was that your routine? Yeah. <laughs> no, mine was, uh, I, I want to quit work. What are you going to do? I want to quit school. What do you want to do? Uh, cook. <laughs> <laughs> Was that were you just like in the kitchen and you did this? <laughs> the oven was the first thing you saw. <laughs> right. I want to cut bake. <laughs> you want to cut bake? What is it? You want to you want to be a cook? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Was <laughs> <laughs> just in that that real sort of fifteen year old. I just don't want to go to school anymore. I want to go to school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. I'm seventeen now, Mum. <laughs> I'm a grown-up. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, we'll get a job. Oh, and no. Yeah. Not that. No, no, no. I want to I stay at home and play PlayStation. <laughs> That's what grown-ups do. So, like, 
when I was at school, it was cookery. It was called food technology. Yes. And every week they would teach us how to make a fruit salad. That's... And I, I shit you not, we were uh, graded on the quality of our fruit salad, which arguably, if you can't cut up four different types of fruit and then just toss some berries into a bowl, like, you shouldn't be... There is no hope, well, is there? Surely the quality of the fruit salad is all in the supplier. Yeah. And I imagine a, a northern school didn't have great... <laughs> you're just, like, pulling out frozen melons from the from the years before. Yeah, we don't have vegetables <laughs> in the north of England, or fruit. Uh, so, yeah, it was just gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> and crisps. Miss, there's a worm in mine. It's a sour worm. Just cut it up. Be lovely. <laughs> right. What... What was it called when you were at school? Food tech. Food tech. Actually, uh, home ec. Yeah. Home ec. Oh, yeah. my God. You were from Victorian times. <laughs> yeah. Home economics. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I had. Um, but it was um, half cooking and half um, sewing. Yeah. So that was the sort of combined classes. So one semester, you'd take one. The next semester, you'd take the other. Yeah. Yeah. Were you any good at sewing? Terrible. <laughs> I um I got kicked out um, because I used to sew my fingers together as oh, a joke. What? Yeah. Like with a proper sewing machine? Or? No, okay. that'd be awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much harder to, to pull off without actual injury. Yeah. No, it's just like in between like here and here and like sew there and then sew there. Oh, my like... God, that's disgusting. You're yeah. such a boy. <laughs> yeah. And, like, um, I used to pierce my lip um, with, like, I once got uh, a few of my classmates and I got sent to uh, the principal's office for self-mutilation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the best thing to do in that situation is to shout at someone who's doing that yeah. and not ask if they're okay. <laughs> yeah, well, we uh, were just, like, we thought it'd be funny just to pierce our ears with, like, <laughs> with tacks off the board. Like, that's someone's homework. <laughs> Not anymore, teacher. <laughs> Did you keep any of the piercings? Um, no, but I was... I, I love having piercings, but I fiddle too much. Uh, okay. Like, I used to have my lip pierced there. You can, yeah. Um, and I fiddled with the bar so much, I pulled the bar through the piercing. Uh, that sounds painful. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't... No, it wasn't because my hole was big enough. Oh, <laughs> I had a massive That's hole. That's what she <laughs> So you're not allowed piercings. Yeah, yeah, because, like, I think I may have swallowed one of the balls on the end once. <laughs> yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. Andrew Forsyth swallows balls. <laughs> headline. <Yeah>. Headline. <laughs> Name of your debut hour at Edinburgh. <laughs> Magnetic personality, I like to think. <laughs> I did. I got my ears pierced. Uh, my mate pierced them for mm. me in a stage management class, um, and arguably she did a better job than the professional ear piercers. That's nice. Uh, yeah, she's a very nice person. Uh, I would recommend her. Sweet. <laughs> but it's not actually her job, so I think I won't say her name because I don't think she'd actually want people getting in touch with her. Like, yeah, just give her out her email or Twitter. Or like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think she'll do it for you. Don't yeah. <laughs> 
slaughter of five. Yeah. <laughs> Minimum five ciders before she <laughs> yeah. does any piercing. Yeah. For you, not her. Yeah. Oh, no, no. For her. Yeah. That's even better. <laughs> you can't guarantee where you're going to get pierced, but, you know, you're going to yeah. walk away <laughs> with, with a hole. Air piercing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like when I'm surprised, a lucky dip. Yeah. Like a lucky dip. But this. Yeah. But uh, mutilation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if you if you call your piercing studio mutilation. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the place I get my tattoos done in Melbourne's called uh, Scarred for Life. <laughs> it's amazing. But, yeah, that is quite good. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Got all Cozzy and Joe. Uh, Shout out, Joe. Yeah. Uh, do I do an endorsement? We'll see if we can get them to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> no, we want Spicy Basil. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> if you are London-based or considering coming to London, or just a fan of food, um, I would recommend Spicy Basil on Kilburn High Road, uh, Thai restaurant. I don't know what Thai food's like, but Andrew assures me assures me that it is good Sorry, Thai food Catherine's uh, house is haunted by a posh ghost and sometimes it just enters <laughs> <laughs> her body for just a word and then yeah. he runs away again <laughs> yeah it's just a very nice poltergeist <laughs> living amongst the mice in the walls yeah. uh, because London housing's great. Yeah. But anyway, I probably shouldn't say mice in the same sentence as the restaurant You're trying that to plug. I'm trying to plug. <laughs> uh, they don't have mice. Um, they're, they're very nice people. They're clean. Uh, and the food is very good as well. But we're not... I mean, hopefully they will, uh, you know, sponsor us and I can eat spicy basil forever. <laughs> uh, but that's not what we're here for. No. Um so we talk about some shitty jobs. Yeah. What? Uh, what was your job? What job did you want as a kid? Um, I wanted to be a builder. Yeah, that's quite a achievable. Low expectation. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super low expectations. But uh, then uh, I helped my neighbour knock up a um, woman. <laughs> 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 he was in his seventies. It was awful. <laughs> it wasn't even a woman. <laughs> he said it's just practice. Um, <clears throat> no, like uh, we're turning our garage into a uh, another into a rumpus room. Oh, what a rumpus room! <laughs> that is a a space for children to play in middle class households. Oh, okay, like a playroom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, it's rumpus though because yeah. you. Rump. Um, <laughs> that sounds sexual. Yeah. Come into my I, rumpus room. <laughs> ignore the chains. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and I and I there was a lot of math involved. Yeah. There's there's a super amount of math involved in um, building, and I was mm. like, you know what? If I can just cook, that's probably easier. <laughs> How much maths is there involved in cooking? Um, a lot when you're doing menus and stuff like that and um, working out costings. Yeah. Uh, and if you're doing anything with pastry, um, it's all it's all very scientific. But really? Yeah, sci- uh, pastry is more science than it is um, cooking because like, um, I find it like 
you can wing it more with savoury food, like yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, until you get the right thing. But you can't do that with a genoise. What is that? A sponge. Oh, okay. Because I I did that recently because I was knocking up a special. Um, <laughs> You're not allowed to call them that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was I was doing a special. I was doing a dessert because I was on pastry for the day. Yeah. And I thought this is all boring. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do something that I've done before that's really cool. And so I was. <laughs> Uh, now I have to stop myself from saying knocking up a sponge. <laughs> Can't knock up a sponge; it's infertile. Um, it's like coming in sand. <laughs> a really awful nickname for your fiance. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, my name was Sandra in the last kitchen that I worked. Oh, why? Because. <laughs> um, because one of the chefs once accused me of having a sandy vagina, and that's why I was grumpy all the time. <laughs> and so uh, then it just graduated to Sandra. Yeah. It's like, is Andrew working or is Sandra working? <laughs> <laughs> Your alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> God, you should go on RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it, so I can't even no. make comment. No, it's a very good program. RuPaul's you Drag Race. Uh, if you want to <laughs> sponsor High Street the show. Kilburn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so a dodgy North London version. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, you don't want to see that. <laughs> but the show itself is good. Uh, so, yeah, what, at what point did you realise you weren't going to be a builder? That Then, right then, it's when, like there's a lot of math going on. He asked me to. Uh, he asked me to measure four things and then tell me, tell him, then work out the combined height and width of it. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to go inside. And, Fair enough. And then I just didn't go out, didn't go back outside until he'd finished. <laughs> a, a week later. Wow. <laughs> that is commitment to quitting. Yeah. Yeah, like I just sneak out my window to school because otherwise I have to walk straight past him. <laughs> Did he never knock on for you or anything? I, I don't know what that means. Knock on the door to see if oh, you're coming back. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he gave a shit. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I was just this, this um, daughter, daughter's neighbour's kid that wanted to be a builder for five minutes. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. He had a rumpus room. So, yeah. yeah, no, that was, he was actually building it for us as well. That's why he was there. <laughs> that would have been really sweet. You couldn't go in it, though, because he thought yeah. that you'd die. <laughs> <laughs> Carly and Craig don't seem to be mourning their child at all. <laughs> oh. so what is your dream job? Are you doing your dream job? Um... I, I love cooking, but not for – I like I like cooking for people I like. Like yeah. I, family and friends is what I've come to discover that I like cooking for. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, I think I'd like to do comedy. Yeah. Um, I'd like to at least give it a crack mm. a couple of years and then be really broke for, it, for a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a plan. <laughs> yeah. If I plan to be broke, I can never be disappointed. Well, that is true, Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I got a degree in the arts, so I'm going to yeah, go out there. And... What, does that, what does that actually give you? Uh, a lot of debt. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, well, I mean, I can build stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I can build TARDISes. Bang on. You can build um, child-sized TARDISes. I've seen, I've seen you hold up bits yeah. of TARDISes. And then if I've, def- I haven't actually seen you. I was going to say screw anything, but <laughs> I have screwed a lot of things up. <laughs> oh, have you know? I made that magazine rack there. Yeah, but I feel name. like I could do that. Really? Yeah. Could you carve? I had to make a pencil case, a wooden yeah. pencil case, and that's essentially just a big pencil case, isn't it? What a magazine rack! Yeah. Not really. Because I well, I you cut up what. Five pieces of wood and then yeah. glue them together. Actually, that doesn't have any glue in it at all. It slots together perfectly. So it's going to fall apart. Uh, oh God, no! It's um, it, it's very. I had to hammer it together. Oh, nice. Uh, so it's a tight fit. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and could you carve the word Catherine into wood that gently I, I, and beautifully? I've shocking handwriting, so I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't write Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> I actually that's not true I wrote Catherine on the pub table earlier today yeah, yeah. with a lot of insults yeah. after it that's how they know I've been there yeah. if you want to know what the insults were head down to Leighton Technical um, <laughs> also a sponsor of this podcast <laughs> well we've uh, we've got plenty of them yeah I can't believe this is the first episode it's not even released yet you've already got Four sponsors. <laughs> I know it's it's incredible. Yeah, I'm a very persuasive person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you even came up with the concept until earlier this week, did you? No, no, I didn't. Uh, basically, I was writing my dissertation, uh, and in it, I said that I was going to do a podcast, uh, and then they were like, "Fucking do the podcast, don't I?" Yeah. You were coming around for spicy basil anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's, it's a pot of convenience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the convenience pot. Maybe I should call it that yeah. instead. <laughs> and then you just have different takeaway food before every episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give a quick shout out to good or bad. And then... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're not ill yet. So uh, it was yeah. good takeaway food. <laughs> 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 Towards the end of the month, we rummaged through the back of the sushi house. That was a terrible idea. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good if we just had the shit on ometer? I thought whether you shit yourself in the hour that you've been recording the podcast. Well, it actually takes twelve hours for the food um, uh, food poisoning bug to really? take effect. Yeah, so you wouldn't know till the next day. No, oh, okay then. So you'd have to do like half hour of rating the food, and then half hour of you on the bowl. But then <laughs> if you're going to have a guest, that gets super awkward. Yeah, because, I mean, I do have a double room, but at the same time... You have a very small toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. And also, like, I like you as a person, but I wouldn't <laughs> want to share a bed slash toilet no, with you. No, absolutely not. Um, and I think that's mutual. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you ever pissed in front of a partner? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you have a problem with that at all? Or? Um, it, it, objectively, it's gross. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's it's not a great thing to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's yeah. the first thing I do on a date. <laughs> But I need to go to the toilet, and they'll be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm like, no, no. No, you're coming with me. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it breaks a lot of tension. Does it? I, I imagine <laughs> it would create a lot of tension. I don't know. I think when you've seen someone in such a vulnerable position, you know. I imagine just, just making icon, unbreaking eye contact. Or <laughs> <laughs> you relieve yourself. Have you ever shat in front of a partner? Um, I used uh, I used to have a bad <laughs> habit of just leaving the door open. Yeah, when I, used, when I went for a shit, but um, specifically shit of yeah, bar. yeah, just because then I can continue talking to my housemates who is who are in separate <laughs> rooms. They hated it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Zad, <laughs> who's Sorry, also buddy. a sponsor of the show. <laughs> 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 the Mabel Cafe in Ringwood, in, in in Melbourne. If you're in Melbourne, try that. Is it good? Yeah, it's great. Okay. So uh, Andrew's the head chef. He's a really good friend of mine. Yeah. Does really good food. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the bare minimum that one would hope for from a chef. Yeah. Um, well, the bare minimum you could hope for is food. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, anything, anything... Uh, above just food is exceeding expectations. Would you say so? Yeah. Is that what they have written on the wall? That, that, that's what? what I have tattooed on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you can never be a builder. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your body art is tailored <laughs> to chefery. <laughs> Andrew Forsyth, barely meeting standards. <laughs> <laughs> That's your second Edinburgh hour. <laughs> uh, first review, second hour. <laughs> so is it like, is it different? Are the working environments different? Is it better or worse, uh, UK or Australia? Um, I've, I've worked in very different kitchens over here to what I used to back home. I used to work um, quite fine dining back home. They uh, don't have that in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We um really? sometimes we don't put tops on pies. What? Yeah, we just and then just put the sauce straight on top. That's proper fine dining. That's not a pie. No, because the lid's just off the sign. Oh, okay. So there is. So a you can lid. use it like a pastry ladle into your face. Ah. Is that <laughs> how it's written in the menu? Yeah, um, a face ladle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is a pie face ladle. There we go. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. Is it? Yeah, which is? Is it better or worse, or is it just? The well, same? yeah, it's basically the same. Everything's basically the same. Yeah. Yeah, like slightly different ingredients from one side to the other. Like some in, avail ingredients are available in Australia that aren't available here. Yeah. And vice versa. Australia! Australia! <laughs> Shout out to Finger Limes. Um, Who? Finger Limes. What? They're a native Australian lime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never heard of them. Is this like drop bears? No, no, not at all. You can even 
look it up later. No, I'm not going to look it up. You're just going to trust me. That's not it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you're just going to not and just... To be honest, it's laziness yeah. rather than trust. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> like it's just a lack, it's just complete apathy. Yeah, <laughs> could not give a fuck <laughs> at all. <laughs> but uh, drop bears. Uh, they're one hundred percent real. No, they're not. So they are. Is it a made-up bear that people that like old wives would tell children to keep them out of the forest or something? Uh, we don't have forests. What? Oh yeah, you desert, aren't you? Woods, trees? I don't know. What what do you have then? The bush. Oh yeah, of course. So but if it's all bushes, where do the drop birds the, the, live? The they're not all bushes. They're the trees? They're trees. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's called the bush. Okay. Go on bush, mate. Yeah. Walkabout. Walkabout. Yeah, have you ever been to a walkabout here? Not here, no. I lost my shoes in a walkabout. <laughs> It's the name That's... of a nightclub. What? Lost shoes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, walk about. The floor was so sticky, I was wearing dolly shoes. And I just walked what, out of them. cloned sheep shoes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wearing a cloned sheep <laughs> on my feet. That's, there's, there's, no, there's no place for a cloned sheep in a London <laughs> nightclub. It doesn't no. know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where were your feet? <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, but yeah, they, it, they stuck to the ground. I continued walking. It was in Burnley. Uh, and then I had to leave with no shoes. Uh, and there was a stabbing. So we couldn't get down the street to get home. And it was very scary. Um, yeah. Well, when, now imagine how that sheep felt. Yeah, she's still there. They can't get her off the ground. <laughs> Is that what northern people think Ugg boots are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just slice up a sheep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you've been involved in a lot of stabbings. like Oh, like an unreal amount of people have died around <laughs> me. It makes me nervous hanging out with you. Yeah, it's not even... Because at some point, you become the common denominator. (laughs) (laughs) And yet I haven't killed anyone. (laughs) Attempted murder is still a crime. (laughs) People just seem to die around. But isn't that true of everyone, really? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, death surrounds us all. (laughs) Doesn't it, you know? (laughs) That's probably the name of the podcast. (laughs) Death surrounds us all. The Hello, beat I'm Catherine Mather. <laughs> Death surrounds us all. <laughs> Maybe that's just how you sign off. Yeah. And remember, guys, <laughs> Death surrounds us all. <laughs> Fuck them till they're dead. <laughs> Which is um, a catchphrase. What happened to your last couple of boyfriends? <laughs> <laughs> we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> That is a catchphrase that I've managed to come up with. Yeah, it's a great catchphrase. Yeah, like pre-gig, it's it's encouragement. I so, tell go on, fuck him till they're dead. Like kick him in the dick, have a good show. Yeah. But at no point, I don't know. Everyone knows that it's my thing, but I could, I want to get it into material, but I can't. I, I like to consider myself um, quite well versed in your stand-up, and I've never <laughs> ever heard you say that. No, I can't get it in because it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, but you've never even said that to anyone before a gig. I say it to everyone before gigs. I don't want you to That's do hurtful. well. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. 
<laughs> but it's so good. It came from like Game of Thrones. So it was not even like a main bit. Do you know Owen from Torchwood? Which was like the Is sexy that James character? <laughs> no. no. Uh, it was the sexy spin off of Doctor Who. Uh, it's got John Barrowman in it and everyone's fucking everyone. But um, so there's a character from that, Owen. Uh, I think he came back as a zombie for a bit, but that's by the by. Uh, and he is had... this still Game of Thrones? No, no, this is Torchwood. Ugh. So he had a bit part in Game of Thrones where he was like some commander and they found this house full of women uh, and he was sat there drinking red wine out of a human skull uh, and like one of the underlings came over and he was like, but sir, what should we do with the women folk? And he's like, fuck them till they're dead <laughs> and just drinks wine from this human skull. Wow. And I really... a human skull? Uh, I don't know. Like, would, it, would he bring that? I don't know if he has Because it's kind of posy, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, it's like those people who bring their own tankard to the pub. Yeah. Hipster. A hipster. Hipster, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really related a... with him. <laughs> uh, and that's why I took his words for my own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably a, a real Viking, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Buck them till they're dead. dead. Um, <laughs> oh, I had segments and stuff prepared yeah. and everything. But shall we do a segment? Yeah, let's do that. Um, segment, segment. This is Catherine's segment. Cool, because I don't actually have jingles yet. So yeah. that is the jingle. Do you want to do a jingle? Uh, these. This is going to be about uh, like historical bad jobs. Uh, I don't know if you want to come up with a, a jingle. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Shit jobs of history. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I'm going to sample that <laughs> in three years if we're still doing it. <laughs> I'll expect five pence. <laughs> in royalty. <laughs> but only if you're going for three years. <laughs> so uh, the first one I found uh, was food tester, which I suppose isn't that historical. I think people are still doing it. No, uh, I, I, I taste food on a, on a regular basis. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> I... Sometimes I'll buy whole dishes just just <laughs> to taste the whole thing because I want to know if the whole, if the start of it tastes the same as the bottom of it. Well, yeah. Like, I, I did that with a packet of crisps the other day. Yeah. Was it a big one or just, yeah? Yeah, family size. Yeah, yeah. love it. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's my problem as well. <laughs> I can't. Well, you're a food taster. We're all food tasters. We are. But this is a specific kind of food tester. This is for bad men. And probably bad, well, I don't know, probably bad women. There are bad women out there. Uh, but this one is uh, to make sure it's not poisoned, which is... But surely if if your, your job is to taste for poison, you're a poison taster. <laughs> that is true, yeah. And how would you know what poison tastes I think that's like? a lot of fancy dressing up of a of a title. <laughs> yeah. Food taster. I taste food all the time. I could do that. <laughs> what? I need to look for arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is not what I this is not what I signed on for. Well, no, I think that it's the effect of the poison. You don't need to know what, what it tastes like. Well no. Because you just die. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, probably worse. Yeah. But what I want to know, um, right? Get ahead. If you are a food tester mm. and you eat a spoonful of Hitler's dinner, yeah? Mm. Uh, what if it... How long do they wait 
Because I can't imagine that you would immediately start, like, foaming at the mouth and die. No. Like, it could take years. Yeah. Like, it could take, like, uh, uh, most, uh, uh, some serial killers use that, usually, um, wives or women who killed their husbands would use uh, minuscule poisoning over a number of years to kill their husbands. Yeah. Um rather than massive doses. Yeah, because it's sort of not as... I don't know. I, I'm not a scientist, but I imagine right. that it wouldn't be as easy to detect that it was death or you. Yeah. But, you know, there's always massive ar- arsenic in their blood. <laughs> <laughs> Since Ooh. you got married. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it, it says uh, here that Hitler had 15 young women that he employed to taste his food. That's a bit pervy. Yeah, and after... It just seems pervy. They lived in his wolf's lair. <laughs> That's worse. Which That's sounds so much more worse. Uh, and it says that they wept after every meal because we were so lucky to have survived. Um, yeah. People have have done that after meals that you've prepared, haven't they? Oh, my God. This is the greatest thing I've ever tasted. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, that's that's fair. I would probably... Like, but are 15 women tasting everything? Yeah, because... You wouldn't have much left. No. It's just, maybe this is how, like, the, the, the minuscule portion started. Yeah. That you get in fine dining restaurants. Like, <laughs> that fancy people only eat a very little bit of food because, you know, they have to check for poison. Yeah. Fifteen times. <laughs> Fifteen people yeah. at it. Yeah. It's a buffet, mate. Like. <laughs> but also, couldn't you just stand in the kitchen whilst it was prepared? Like, well, yeah, but like, there's bribery and stuff and sneaky cooks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I, I suppose it has an extra thrill to eating, doesn't it? The dining experience. If, if there's a chance you're gonna die. Yeah. Well, there's like fugu and stuff like that, which is what's that? Um, that's pufferfish. Oh yeah, that's fifty-fifty, isn't it? No, it depends on how it's prepared. Yeah. Like, um, you can only. Prepared if you've had a certain amount of experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. Imagine being a chef, preparing that for the first time to serve to someone. You would be shitting yourself, wouldn't you? Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could, could you be charged with manslaughter? If I, I, I imagine um, these days you'd have to sign a waiver if you're going to order fugu. Yeah. Because that, that would be a little bit unfair. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> just tons of out of work Japanese chefs. <laughs> in prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd suck. We can't even get a job in the kitchen. <laughs> prison uh-huh. food is the worst. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all poison. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway. I've got another one. Yeah. Another terrible job from history. A terrible job from history. Yeah, one of those. Uh, leech collector. Because uh, back in the 19th century, that always confuses me. That's the 1800s, isn't it? Not the 1900s. Yeah. I don't know why they don't just say that, but never mind. Uh, I think that's how numbers work. I was never very good at the numbers and such. No, me neither. Um, that's, so. that's why neither of us. You're more of a builder than I am. 
Yeah, I managed to build a set of stairs once uh, without using any numbers, uh, which was quite impressive because if they're half a millimetre out, people will trip. Yeah. Uh, um, Henry Ford actually did that in his... Um, I'm full of useless facts. Um, <laughs> he had odd... He had his stairs um, leading up to his house um, and some through his house that were odd. Yeah. Um, because if someone's running away from him, he wanted uh, them to trip. That's a good idea. Yeah. Apparently that was also the reason why a lot of sort of Victorian uh, domestic servants would die falling downstairs because there was, in that time, there was no regulation. So, you know, like in, in tread size. Yeah. So they would... Um, They'd be the lovely, nice stairs that the rich people used, which were even. But then the back stairs were just like whatever the fuck they just could. like animal teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever they could rustle up, like, that'll do. Uh, and people, cause it was be- like Ricky Gervais' teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then just because they were in like big, heavy skirts carrying like loads of stuff and they couldn't see properly, yeah. they'd just fall. Yeah, well, that's, and, that's why you shouldn't be a servant. Yeah. I've always said that. Yeah. It's one of my catchphrases, actually. <laughs> Never be. <laughs> don't, don't fall into servitude. Yeah. <laughs> and it annoys me because uh, in hotels there are so many people that are just so happy and they have a sense of superiority to be a servant, don't yeah. they? It's disgusting. It needs to be one of those people. I, I, and I, I get it to... I get it, still get it to a point where um, there is pride in your job yeah and a lot of that comes with associating um associating yourself with a a company that or a restaurant that does very well yeah which is why like michelin star and stuff um why so many people go after those stars yeah because otherwise you're you're just a guy who cooks yeah or just a guy who serves food or a girl or a girl Hmm. Or a woman or a lady. That is true. But also, have self-respect Yeah. Uh, enough that if someone is being awful to you, you're not like, and please can I lick your ass and kiss your shoes as well, mister? <laughs> and then look down at me because I'm not doing that. Yeah, um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I, I got in <laughs> trouble recently for calling a chef mate. Um, he got in my face about that. Really? Yeah. Damn. And I said, I don't actually think that we're friends. <laughs> but did that make him happier? No, no. Wow. <laughs> Former employer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, we should be glad that we're not leech collectors. Yeah. Uh, because there would be, it was a predominantly female uh, job. Obviously. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, Ladies bleed more. Yeah, do they? Well, yeah, I suppose periods and stuff. Is <sighs> a, pe- a period joke for a period job? <laughs> hey, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they they would just uh, wade through marshes with bare legs and get leeches to attach themselves on, and then just pull them off, sell them to doctors. At the same time, they would lose loads of blood and become horribly infected. Yeah. Uh, and probably die young, but at least they didn't die in childbirth. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that, that seems worse. There's that to be thankful for. 
Some, so precious little to be thankful for, but at least she drowned in a pool of leeches rather than squirting out another child with Frederick. <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that that's no longer a job. Yeah, well, it is still a job, but there's just better ways to do it. Yeah. Because leeches are uh, now becoming used again in, really? uh, yeah. in, what? in, in medicine. Really? Yeah. Um, eating uh, dead flesh and stuff like that. and Oh, yeah, they do that on maggots as well, don't yeah. they? Because they only want the dead stuff. Yeah. Which? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> you, you you wouldn't want to eat dead flesh out of a wound? <laughs> so is that what you're trying to, <laughs> is what you're trying to say? I think so, and I hope that our friendship can survive this. <laughs> uh, but... Well, actually, I came around because of a, it was quite a stinky. <laughs> <laughs> you went to hospital... Yeah. And they're like, we can either cut it out or get maggots to eat it out. Well, the recovery is much better when the maggots eat it out. Yeah. I don't know that I could have maggots on me, though. Unless I was dead. In which case, well, they can do it. Yeah, want. exactly. What's the question? Yeah. <laughs> What is it like? So I'm, could, I'm, could I deal with maggots? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Me? Yeah. 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 Laughing. Oh god. Could could be a chunk. <laughs> <laughs> How long would they be on you? How bad's your wound? I don't know. Like I don't it, have a it, wound. It's, <laughs> but like it's a little bit on you if it gets yeah. to that stage, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably gone to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> there's a stage there's a stage where it can be solved with antibiotics before it like it doesn't go I've cut my finger well we should get a maggot in there yeah that is true there's there's a festering here <laughs> oh, you, you know what they say though it's probably nothing <laughs> it'll go away on its own <laughs> yeah that's um, I think that's I think that's the NHS mental health um, <laughs> slogan, yeah. isn't it? If you can't see it, it's not real. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bash your head and come back in. <laughs> uh, just for the record, I would like to say that that is not uh, our stance on <laughs> mental illness. It is very much a thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we should work together to sort it out. Yeah, very much so. But also, you know... well I think we've come to the end of our hour but that feels like quite an odd place Place to to leave leave it it, doesn't it well you could always leave them on your famous catchphrase fuck them till they're dead (laughs) I could do that Um, is there anything that you would like to plug Andrew Um, Um, yeah I'd love to plug um, I'll be at uh, G&B coming up soon um, with the wonderful Kyle Wallace, and I'm really looking forward to doing that night with him. Um, it's GMB's every Tuesday night at the Royal George in uh, Charing Cross Road, and every Wednesday at Arch One. You can mm-hmm. find Arch One is in West Ham. Yeah. At number one Cranberry Lane. Just off a house in a step. Yeah. Under a railway arch. Yeah. Which makes it sound worse than it is. Much worse than it is. It's a fantastic venue. Yeah, it's very Run by the lovely Rob. Yeah, he is a very nice man. Yeah, that's what I've got coming up. 
Yeah, and that is, it'll be at GMB, that's true of every week, really, isn't it? <laughs> Just about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. Got loyalty to it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm probably going to be doing some stuff, but I ain't got my diary on me, so, you know, and also I don't know, what, oh yeah, I've got that calendar there, haven't I? Um, yeah, some MISC, MISC stuff um, I'll be doing, so uh, on that note... Uh, I, I've been Catherine Mather. Mm. You have been Andrew Forsyth. I'll continue to be. Yeah. Um, and until next time, fuck them till they're dead. <laughs> <laughs>